0: Hey, baby.
1: What's up, baby?
0: How you being today?
1: I am fantastic. <laughs> How are you?
0: I am awesome. Yeah. I am nice and cozy in our in our warm podcasting nook because it is nasty outside.
1: So funny. When we got this house, you know, we had this little nook that uh, we really didn't know what we are going to do with it. Mm-hmm. And now it's like the perfect... Podcasting area. Mm-hmm. Do it. they
0: know that? Did they, they? Did they know where we podcast from? Have from, we talked about from, that?
1: From our master bedroom, baby. Yes,
0: it is. I it's, don't know.
1: I don't know. If we've talked about it or it's not. It's where
0: but. all the magic happens.
1: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> hysterical. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. uh Cool. So you know, before we get started,
0: yes, I love.
1: Uh, I just want to say a. Uh, just share something real quick that I uh, want to make sure that you all subscribe to the podcast.
0: Mm, yes, uh, that's very important.
1: Yes, and also important is leaving a five star review Many and things. sharing it with one realtor that needs to know uh, about us or hear us. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, if you'd like to connect with us or you have somebody you'd like to connect with us, you can DM us on Instagram at Sex Money Real Estate uh, or email us at connect at Jameson and
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for the little housekeeping tip.
1: Yes. Housekeeping. Hysterical. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And, uh, you know, as we like to start off with every episode, um, we like to start off with magic. And we define magic as how, uh, is our ability really to influence ourselves, others, and life in an empowering way. And uh, Mm -hmm. I could probably... Kick it off today, really, because I had some great, great magic. I uh, I was really I was having this conversation with a prospective coaching client, and um, he, I I don't know if he knew he was a prospective coaching client in that moment, and yet that's kind of what it, the conversation turned into. As uh, I got to hear his truth around feeling disempowered around the clients that he's working with and uh, the women that he's meeting we not meeting in this moment, mm. and um, you know it was really it was really a great conversation because it was revealing for him. How so? Well, we talked about uh, life being a reflection of who he is being in this moment. So you know the conversations weren't about hanging out with women necessarily, but they're about hanging out with chicks or hanging out with girls. And mm. like, is that who really who you're looking to attract into your life, right? Or, or do you really want a woman? That uh, you know will be with you one hundred percent because of the level of maturity that you are that you are creating and who you're being right now. Mm. And he's like, I can handle that. I can handle that. I'm like, oh really? Where's your woman now? <laughs> where's your chick and where's your girl? He's like, oh yeah, she's imaginary at this point. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I get it. So it was really it was really beautiful because he is uh, he was. Uh, I have not experienced this gentleman as, uh, being open and transparent. And yet he approached me and pulled, literally pulled me aside to have the conversation and, and uh, didn't know he was going to get coached up in that moment. Mm. And yet, you know, we talked about, uh, f- you know, forget about the women for now mm-hmm. and hang out with yourself and evolve, uh, the conversation you're having in your head, because, uh, the conversation in your head is really what is, uh, de-magnetizing you. Mm. Uh, on with everything in your mm-hmm. life, you know. I mean, he was just, you know. I mean, he always tired and always frustrated, and you know. I mean, the conversation is in his head is definitely, uh, you know, is is the energy that he's giving off, and and nobody nobody is attracted to that except for maybe other people that are looking for, you know. <laughs> to had to commiserate with. Right. right. I'm also tired. Right. I'm also don't like my clients. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we've all had those, you know, uh, at one point or another, those, uh, water cooler conversations. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the economy
0: sucks.
1: Oh, the economy <laughs> sucks. all of it. All of it. All of it. <laughs> women suck. I'm going to generalize yeah. that women suck, yeah. you know, so it was, uh,
0: all external.
1: All external, yeah, yes, yes, like. and and I did thank you for that because I, I said exactly that you know this is all external stuff mm. you know he thought that because he had the six figure or he has the six figure income and he's driving the BMW and you know living on the Beltline and uh, which is a cool place to live in Atlanta that yeah. uh, you know he th- he's he is uh, under the impression that he has it all and you know from some some you know from a certain perspective sure. you know. <laughs> he does yeah and yeah. And, and and success. He, yeah and uh, at the end of the day though oh. uh, it's not bringing him joy and you know I'm, I'm like what would it look like really what would it look like if you were joyful and happy despite any circumstance if somebody cuts you off in the car you know while you're driving home and you're like oh cool that guy needed to get home a little bit quicker than i did today and good mm. for him for you know having that position mm. you know i mean
0: What What, did he say?
1: Huh? What did he say? (laughs) He was like, he said, he literally said, now that would be an experience that I would like to have. Huh. So he gets it, or he's, you know, he's getting a little bit of it.
0: Sure.
1: And, uh, you know, he's asking, well, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? And I'm like, well, you need to stop. One thing that would be great is to stop doing the research on how to, I'm finger quoting here, how to attract women. (laughs) 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 Because, again... All external yeah, stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. And uh, the women that he's looking to attract are going to be attracted to his energy and who he's being. Right. So I asked him to look inside and work on himself. Forget Ooh. women and work on himself. And mm-hmm. man, I thought, I thought the guy was going to cry for a minute. I'm telling you. Uh, and you know, he he turned around. I made a couple of book recommendations. I made a recommendation about. Hanging out with a, with a group of people that can help support him in his goal of, ra- of uh, you know, raising his calibration. Mm-hmm. and um, The community. Uh, yeah, yeah. C- having a community. Yeah, the environment. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, he took a recommendation where I said, when, a great place to start. You know, well, I told him he needed to create a plan. Mm-hmm. And I sure. uh, also I told him that uh, some coaching would be great. And I told him to start with... Um, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Okay, I've heard of that one. Yeah, once or twice. <laughs> and the other book that I actually, I wanted him to start with first was, uh, is The Four Agreements.
0: Okay, oof, yeah, that's fantastic.
1: Yeah, Michael Ru- Ruiz?
0: Don Miguel Ruiz.
1: Don Miguel Ruiz, Yes, thank you. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, you know, the magic is that I got to have that conversation with him and hold space for him to really pour his heart out uh and um you know be transparent in a way that he has not before mm-hmm. and and you know they the, he, he took some massive action he literally uh, went back and ordered those two books immediately oh wow so you know i get to that's i bet intense. you i bet you the conversation i have with him next time is going to be a little bit different than it is this time wow that's what, amazing whether he's read the books or not just because we had the initial conversation sure. you know
0: yeah and oh by the way we sell real estate is it ever really about the real estate?
1: Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so funny.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'll be excited to uh, to hear how all of that kind of rolls out over the next week or so. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Well, it's interesting because um, were you complete? Sorry.
1: I am. I am definitely feeling complete. Okay. Yeah.
0: So my magic is actually all around coaching clients too. I had some amazing... Um, sessions and so what it was uh, what is really around within the coaching is hugging and how that habit is continuing to inspire my coaching clients nice and so each time uh, well let me explain so the coaching clients that I see personally um, we start off each session with a heart hug and what they have seen from me is the consistency in which I approach them with the heart hug. And uh, it's a heart hug because typically, as you know, you know, you go in from the left if you're going to give in somebody a hug. And yet what we like to do when we practice um, very consistently is going in to the right and hugging heart mm-hmm. to heart. And so you really get that zhuzh, that energy pump in and, and um, literally and figuratively. And so you actually give two hugs then. So you give a left one and then you get um, a right one and, and on the heart hug. And so what they have expressed to me um, a few times is just how they admire the quality in me of consistency. Mm-hmm. And so it's the consistency of the hug, but overall the quality is consistency that they truly admire. And so now, you know, again, in the beginning, it was me going in for the hug, sure. and, you know, standing up and receiving. And now they, they immediately come in, they immediately put their stuff down and their their book and their bag or their notebook or whatever it is. And they're like, okay, okay, let me get my hug. Let me get my hug. And nice. then uh, they're super excited about it, regardless of the kind of week that they've had. And then uh, before they go, they immediately stand up. They're like, okay, let me get my hug before I get on out there. And, and you know, so it's really cool that uh, they get the impact of the connection that they have with themselves because they're acknowledging right. that quality within them um, mm. of the consistency. So like their consistency is increasing and um, what they're really, and I haven't actually had this particular conversation with them, but what they're acknowledging is the consistency within themselves that you know, I'm mirroring to them the Yeah, consistency and they're mirroring back to me. So Absolutely. it's really beautiful. And, and I for sure appreciate it.
1: And that yeah. is, that is for sure, you know, what I was, uh, I don't know if I mentioned that with my magic, but, uh, I mean, Nancy, that's beautiful magic for sure. Thanks. And I didn't know, I don't know if I met, ma- I mentioned that, uh, that's, you know, I felt like that's what, you know, uh, my client or, you know, the supposed client will is he's, he's getting mirrored back what, what he's putting out there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I just wanted to mention that. And then the other thing I wanted to mention was that, uh, is that the, you know, when, when he was going to tears, uh, you know, I took that as really as a sign that I was getting in there a little bit and he, and, uh, you know, he was getting a little bit of the truth, you know, the essence or the truth of, of the conversation that we were having. Yeah, it resonated
0: with him. Right. Absolutely. You got in his heart space. Yeah. Yeah. He dropped from his head into his heart and he was like, oh.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I was, (laughs) I was kind of thinking back about that. I was like, well. I wonder how that's interpreted. He almost cried. I just want to make sure that everybody knows that how, at least how I interpret that Mm -hmm. is that, uh, definitely into his heart space or something, you know, that we were talking about, uh, resonated. So, Mm
0: -hmm. yeah, it is. It's such a beautiful space to be in and to be a part of the journey, um, with our folks, regardless of coaching relationship or not. Like if it's a client and we get into that heart space or Mm -hmm. it's the boys or our friends or our family, we get into that heart space, then you know that you've connected um,
1: in a meaning meaningful way, in a
0: very meaningful way. Yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah, cool.
0: Well, ninety percent of it is uh, nonverbal communication. Only ten percent is verbal. So that's uh, you huh. can go look that up, fact
1: finders. Okay, fact finder. <laughs> awesome. Cool. So, uh, so babe, what are we uh, what are we talking about today? If uh, they haven't gotten the essence of it from uh, from our from our magic.
0: <laughs> that's funny. Mirror, mirror on the wall or perhaps it's the ceiling.
1: Ooh. Where
0: do you want to start? The mirror on the ceiling or mirror in Baby, view?
1: nobody puts mirrors on the ceiling anymore. It's all video oh, is cameras. Oh, right? It's video cameras and uh, monitors.
0: Oh, so we gotta take ours down?
1: Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh. We, we need an update. Okay. It's so 90s.
0: Well, I'm yes, yes, I am. <laughs> I am, that is me. Yes. <laughs> Don't judge me.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: awesome, so we're talking about being the mirror Uh, in each other. So what we see in uh, in each other is a reflection of ourselves. Mm -hmm. For sure. And, uh, and, and so how we say that is basically that everyone is your mirror. And, um, really the question is, do you embrace that? Well, do you subscribe to that? Maybe we need to define that first what the mirror is. Yeah, you
1: can, yeah, I guess there's a difference, right? Uh I mean, you could really like, okay, yeah, I've heard that before and I get it. And and do you really embrace, embrace what the, really what that means? Mm Mm-hmm. So, and then, you know, we're not just talking like friends and family, but uh, clients or strangers or anybody, really anybody and everybody is, is a mirror. It could be just anybody at, at the Kroger, Mm -hmm. you know, or yes, whatever. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, and the, the thing to remember is that Uh, about this, if you do embrace it is, uh, or the way you can embrace it is to know that it's like the greatest of all relationship secrets, right?
0: Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) It's the only one you really need to understand to transform uh, all of your relationships. You know, you and I have, have uh, used it as a tool uh, with each other and uh, we have embraced it when we are working with our clients Mm -hmm. and uh, we've worked uh, we've embraced it with our own growth, knowing Mm -hmm. that um, you know, the things that, uh, come up, whether it's, uh, it could be an anger or ingratitude are, uh, all with others are all reflections of, you know, how we're being in that moment.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. So. That's how I look at it too. So whether it's a disagreement or something that's very empowering and inspiring and, and, you know, a positive, whatever you want to call it, how you, ever you experience that feeling or that emotion mm-hmm. or that discussion. Uh, is very telling, so yeah. I think it it really rears its head, especially in negotiations, mm. um, which I think is fascinating. Whether it's you dealing with the other agent, or if you're dealing with the um, the sellers, you know, I I do the listing side of things, so I'm right. dealing with the sellers, and here comes the buyer's agent and their buyers, and and then yeah, obviously flip side for you. So it's uh it's very interesting the the emotions that I'm seeing or healing or, or excuse me hearing or feeling from that other person definitely tells me where they are with their conversation. Right. Um, it shows me what's important to them. It's uh, it's almost like they're telling on themselves or like giving away information without them actually knowing it, unless like they're really aware of that uh, of that conversation. Absolutely. Like giving away their exact position on, on things, again, especially in negotiations. So... Um, how I look at it for us is that when you're mirroring me, it's really, uh, an opportunity to see where I am on that feeling or that emotion by the impact or the, the viscosity of that emotion, like when it comes up. So is there, is it a healing opportunity or if it just rolls right through, then it's like, yeah, you know.
1: So are you talking about like the negative impacts or positive or both or?
0: No, I think it's, um. I think it's, I think it's positive or, well, okay. So if you were going to ask me that question five years ago, maybe I would say it was negative or 10 Mm -hmm. years ago, but now I think it's much more positive. Like it's, you know, the ability to move through that energy in a space where it's like, okay, cool. This is showing me something is much more of an empowering space that I'm in personally now, um, and yet when we first realize what mirroring is, because, you know, in psychology speak, mirroring is, um, uh, or what we're talking about is a projection. And so when, uh, you know, the projection is on you or, or I'm laying a projection on you and I get upset about something, then, then there's a clear indication that there's some type of emotion or some type of feeling that, that, uh, you know, I'm seeing, or I may not like. So let's see. You want a story? You have a story? I have lots of stories.
1: (laughs) So, okay, cool. Yeah. Let's, let's hear uh, what, what you got.
0: Okay. So I would say, um, oh gosh. So a few years into the marriage, I definitely remember this is like right before the boys were born. I definitely remember, so let's see, so this is like seven years into it. So we're about 10 years into our relationship. I definitely remember conversations around, um, you know, you're not doing this. Who, me? You're not doing, yeah.
1: Oh, me? Okay, cool. Yeah.
0: Like you're, you know, when we would get into an argument, it right. would, it would revolve around like, like I felt like I was, I was um, doing everything. Like you're not pulling your weight. Um, you're not doing what you say that you're going to do. I mean, all kinds of crazy stuff that really didn't necessarily have anything to do with you. But mm-hmm. yet what I was realizing was that the frustrations I was experiencing were actually about myself. Right. And so here you are doing the things that you want to do, whether it was taking care of yourself, which showed up and I translated it as you not pulling your weight, but really what you're doing is taking care of yourself because you went to the gym or because you know, you took a nap or because you took time out to journal or you decided to work a 12 hour day instead of a 15 hour day, like I did or something <laughs> like that, that would show up as, um, you know, you're not pulling my weight. And then when I really, really, really decided to take a look at myself and like really get into, um, that space, what I realized was that I wasn't actually taking care of myself Wow. or, I wasn't doing the things that I needed to do or wanted to do for myself for my self care, or I wasn't asking for help, or the only way this is going to get done is for me to do it. I mean, it you know, I don't know if anybody out there can relate to any of that conversation, but that's this. so then so I projected all of that onto you, and it showed up as this you know crazy guttural breakdown argument, mm-hmm. blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and um and it was crazy. So you know that's that's the example of of mirroring the, or the, or the projection in essence. Um, and you know, coaching clients, they'll ask me, uh, especially in the beginning, um, you know, before we get into the whole projection conversation is, well, how do I get him to do what I want him to do? Or how do I get her to do what I want her to do? And you can't, you can't control him or your partner can't control you or the only thing like that. I mean, the only thing that you can control is your response. So really to ask that or to answer that question, it's like, and this is the story or metaphor that I'll share with my clients is if you have two, you know, if you think of a city street and you have two sides of the street and there's cars parked and, you know, obviously there's traffic and taxi cabs and on both sides of the street, there's windows and storefronts and garbage cans and benches and bus stops and that kind of stuff. And let's say they're trashed totally trashed, there's garbage everywhere, there's graffiti on the windows, broken windows, whatever. And I'm yelling at you on your side of the street, like yelling across the street. And, uh, and I say to you, hey, you gotta clean up your side of the street. And then you look back over to my side of the street, and my side of the street is trashed. I mean, you're not gonna do anything about <laughs> right. that. You're like, what do you mean? I gotta clean up my side of the street. Some
1: example you are. Why
0: don't you go take a look at yourself first? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. So then, now I make the decision. It's like, oh, okay. Well, let me take care of myself. Let me control my response and take care of myself. So I'm going to start cleaning my windows and painting the brick and cleaning up the trash and and you know cleaning up the benches and and all of that stuff. And so now, my side of the street is shiny and clean and beautiful. And then you look over and you're like. Look at her side of the street. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want my side of the street to to look like this. So I'm just gonna naturally be inspired to go and clean up my side of the street. Right. And I didn't have to do anything except take care of my stuff. So I'm taking care of my stuff and inspires others to take care of their stuff. I mean, and you it, know, we get people all the time in the office going, how did you do this? Mm-hmm. And it's not like we're going around saying, hey, you need to eat salad or hey, you need to run four miles a week or hey, you need to do this side of the other thing. It's we're being it
1: right you know and at the end of the day if you know when they ask that question it's like well how are you taking care of you Mm -hmm. right
0: yeah yep. so that's that you know and how do you know that it's a projection well
1: well you know there's that thing you know you spot it you got it yes (laughs) i mean the angrier you get you know at the emotion or the, the emotional response uh, you know, really, more accurate the reflection is. Yes, you know, and it, and it could be elation too. You know, I don't want it's. Uh, you know, it can go either way. Yeah. Right? Oh,
0: absolutely. Well, and it does too, because you put somebody on a pedestal, and you're like, ah, and it's really that quality that you see in them that you're edifying them, or you adore them, mm. or you admire about them. You have that in you too. So this this is both ways.
1: Yeah. and Yeah. And it, it, you know, acknowledging it. Mm-hmm. I, I say this all the time acknowledging it is like so much of you know uh, uh, it takes care of so much the equation yeah mm-hmm. it takes so yeah it takes care i like to you have this saying where you know acknowledging it is like half the battle but it's not a battle i don't want to really call it a battle yeah, but no. it's 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 mm-hmm. is acknowledging it is most of the equation though mm-hmm. i like that yeah uh you know because the way you present yourself uh you have the opportunity to again identify what it is and uh and to receive that information so that You can enhance your life, make adjustments, um, Mm -hmm. and, and learn, you know, at the end of the day, just learn more about you by how you are reacting to other people. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, I was thinking about this too, actually. Um, I was thinking about, um, there was a thing that we, that I, that we read when we're kind of going through this a little bit. And uh the, the quote is the bottom line cause of business breakups and divorce is when one or both of the partners can no longer stand to see themselves in the other person. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I mean, yeah. let me just let me let me let me say that again. The bottom line cause of business breakups and divorce is when one or both of the partners can no longer to stand to see themselves in the other person. Mm-hmm. I mean, boom. <laughs> That is just some crazy shit right there. I know. It's just that little statement right there says so much. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the other person. It has everything to do with what you're seeing in the other person. I can't st- stand seeing myself anymore. Uh-huh. You represent yeah. too much of me.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> so you're out of here. So you're out of here. It's your fault. Yeah, I'm
1: divorcing myself. <laughs> but you can't. Uh,
0: but you can't. Well, yeah, unless you actually look at that
1: stuff. Right. and there's that there's that saying, right? Like, you know, like I've I've, I've had friends. He's like, I'm gonna move to a new state. I'm gonna move to Florida and just get a fresh beginning. But yeah, mm-hmm. you're taking yourself with you. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you you still get mirrored back and reflected back sure. and the same the same crap that you were you're putting out in you know Atlanta. Sure, it's not gonna change anything. Yeah, it's all internal. That's external fixes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and here's here's the thing is that. My dad was, uh, I mean, he had some corporate jobs, but uh-huh. he's also a, a serial entrepreneur. Yes, he was. So, I mean, I can't even tell you how many businesses he had. And he always wanted to have a business partner. Like he always wanted to have a business partner. And the reason that those all those businesses failed, I, I realize now, is because those guys couldn't freaking stand each other. <laughs> they couldn't stand each other. He never he always picked the person that would create the most reflection for him. Mm. And and you know, my father was he was an angry dude. Mm-hmm. He was an angry bitter dude and he wasn't very nice to people. And so, you know, it was all it was all laughs and chuckles over a couple of drinks, but when uh when push came to shove and which that's what it was, it was all force. Mm. Uh, you know, they the nobody no, those guys couldn't stand each other and uh all the I mean there was one business that succeeded, mm-hmm. but it was until after he divorced the partner that the business succeeded. literally, literally. Yeah. So anyway, I just think it's hysterical yeah. that I you know, 30, 40 years later, I'm actually able to recontextualize all that because I had no idea, you know, and growing up, you know, and listening to my dad's stories, it was always like, um, it, was, it was always everybody else's fault. Mm-hmm. It was always everybody else's fault. You know, it was, it was the money or it was, you know, they just didn't do, the you know, not on the same page, whatever. Just name, name the, yeah. name the excuse and, uh, never look within, never look within. So. That's fascinating. Right?
0: That's great context for you.
1: Absolutely. It's, you know, it's
0: very healing for you.
1: <laughs> for sure. For sure. It all is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: Okay. That's cool. I did not know that.
1: So there's that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: You can still learn from me or learn a story. I have stories to tell still after all these years?
0: Absolutely. It's awesome. It's a lifetime. I do not know you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't pretend to know something. I don't
0: pretend to know something. No, sir. Nice. Awesome. So I wrote down a couple of other examples I thought were applicable also (laughs) in terms of just identifying what a projection is. Okay. Um, So the first one that came to mind is when your client's nature is to be competitive during negotiations and Mm. it's annoying to you. So you're actually annoyed by how competitive they are in negotiating right and you have an that now you have an understanding that you're competitive by nature
1: mm-hmm.
0: or you're and, and,
1: and, and it maybe be by nature or it may be in that particular situation
0: mm-hmm. you know I mean oh yeah for that particular contract right because yeah. that's
1: what they happen to be bringing out with you in that one so mm-hmm. recognize hey in this situation um right now I'm feeling very very competitive mm-hmm. and, you know and is that really what you're looking to is that is that what you're looking to do is be competitive or are you looking, are you really taking a stand back, a step back and saying, I really, I want the win-win, mm-hmm. right? I want the win-win so that everybody feels like, uh, the negotiation went well and, uh, everybody's, sh- you know, hugging each other at the, at the closing table. <laughs> right. And, you know, if, if, if you allow that, that, that emotion, that, that mirror to, uh, release the competitiveness in you, you know, maybe it, you might not all be hugging at the end of the day. Mm. So, you know, and the experience during that negotiation may not be, you know, there might not be as much flow and ease and, you know, so it's going to be a higher stress and, you know, it's, it'll take a toll
0: Mm -hmm. one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Or that annoyingness will continue throughout the contract. Right. 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 Everything's going to be annoying to you then because you're not willing to look at how annoying it is. Totally. That quality is, is, um reflecting back in you right yeah
1: so crazy
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: okay so sorry to interrupt but that no, was
0: it was it's it's true yep i appreciate that what else you got and then uh, in relationships like in intimate uh, personal relationships your partner complains or is like negative nelly and that bugs you or gets you down then if you really look at it you'll find that you too have a negative nature mm-hmm. or complain a lot Right. So just check that out. Like if that's something that you're like, oh my gosh, you complain so much, then then look at your conversation. Just really look at it. So I love it.
1: What about the flip side of that?
0: Well, if you're inspired by your partner for their wit or their sense of humor or their intelligence or how confident then you are, then chances are that's you too, you know? And so it's uh, that's a beautiful thing and that's always fun. Nice. (laughs) Way more fun than realizing that you complain all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Beautiful.
1: So, and then, you know, again, uh, not to belabor a point, but these these projections can show up, well, can, not can. Mm -hmm. They do show up everywhere, whether it's business or just general relationships with your friends and family. And uh, really, they show up in the bedroom, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean... You know, especially if uh, these, you know, especially if you have uh, some insecurities or immaturity around sex and love and being in those intimate, uh, those intimate settings. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, you hear about, you know, penis size being a thing or breast or butt size being, you know, or being too big or too small or too heavy or too thin. Uh, or even, even a, a sexual position, you know, and all these relate back to how you talk to yourself and the experience, mm. you know, thinking, you know, when you think that, uh, you're not enough or, or whatever, and then you end up owning, owning that and, uh, giving away your power. And, uh, you know, it all comes back to, to worthiness, but, um, you know, to stay in your power, uh, you get, you work on the internal part of it, you know, you, you, cause all that is external. You know, that's all external projections and it's the, the internal joy, despite circumstances, the internal, uh, joy of, uh, you know, knowing that you're worthy to be there in that, in that position, ah, position, mm-hmm. be there in that position, uh, having that experience, and that the more that you love yourself in that experience, the more that uh, you will be loved back in that experience. As that, well. That's reflected back that's to reflected you. That's reflected back yeah. to you, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Or the confidence or the, yeah, just all of that is completely reflected back to you.
1: I mean, I totally used to run the program, you know, this 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 loop in my head that I didn't have enough sexual prowess, you mm-hmm. know? And uh, I know that you probably experienced that, right? I don't yeah. know. Maybe. No always a tiger <laughs> I mean in bed? No, I understand okay, good.
0: yeah <laughs> I understand, <laughs> yeah, I understand what you're saying now,
1: but you know, and you know, and it was always like because I wanted to be better, right and mm-hmm. and you know I wouldn't last long enough, or maybe I wasn't physically fit enough, uh, all those conversations, and one that really one that came up, especially as I've learned more over the years, is some of that conversation uh in bed about not you know not not enough loving talk in bed, which is really you know. me not loving myself and,
0: uh, or yeah, talking to yourself in a loving way, an affirmative way.
1: Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I got the opportunity to, to, to heal that and turn it around. You know, I kept on, uh, through, uh, you know, putting in a lot of reps in different areas, which we'll get into, uh, I kept on loving me, you know, I let others love on me and vice versa. Um, you know, for the uh, the affirmations, and I let all that really sink into my soul, and you know, I, eventually, it was fully, you know, fully accepted. Um, you know, and I continue to make deposits in myself mm-hmm. every day, whether it's you know uh, deposits into my own self worth. Mm-hmm. You know, those, is what I'm talking about. And if you you know, when you read Covey, you know uh, what those 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 self deposits are. Mm-hmm. Um, but and for me, it looked like deposits into myself around. Uh, taking care of myself, both, uh, you know, in all kinds of ways and spiritually and physically and mentally and, uh, energetically and, uh, as weekly habits and daily habits. And some, some things are done every day and some things are done once a week, but they are all habits that, uh, empowering habits that I've instilled that when I am consistent with them and I'm, and they all come together into my self-worth and, uh, um, you know, they grow into, uh, greater conversations with you as well. Mm-hmm. So it's been really, really beautiful. And, you know, it did sink in and, and guess what? What? You already know. <laughs> uh, it's definitely been a more orgasmic marriage
0: uh-huh. for, for sure. sure. Yeah.
1: You know, I mean, um, you know, w- when you make, when I make those deposits to myself, there's just le- less self judgment, mm-hmm. right? and more joy and the experience is, uh, more organic and more tuned in. And, uh, I, when I have more synergy with me, I have more synergy with you too. Mm-hmm. And it just yeah. makes for a more, a more blissful state yep. more often. Yep. So yep. that whole worthy conversation is a great topic, isn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we could do a podcast or two on that, for
1: sure. <laughs> man, that's That'd self-worth thing. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, so yeah, maybe in the next podcast or two, we'll do, uh, We'll do the we'll do a worthiness one because yeah, that's I gonna be that's a hot topic and yep. that's that would probably be like a two-parter. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big one.
0: Yep, it is. Like I'm already like noodling on that, but I don't I want to stay present with you right now. I don't want to get too far out of
1: there. <laughs> cool. So all right, cool. So if we're talking about getting back to uh, mirror mirror on the wall mm-hmm. and ceiling, um, what do you uh, what do you see as action steps, Nance? Mm. For uh, for, for the mirror
0: well if this if this info is new, like the whole idea of being projected on or projecting your stuff onto somebody else, then I would definitely say research it. There's a lot of great articles out there. there's a lot of great um, resources out there, and so it's um it's super easy to research. Um, it's it is definitely one of the one of the first things that when we were Going into or getting into personal development and couples development, uh, that was really one of the very first things that that we um, surrendered to the concept of, Mm -hmm. you know, that we're projecting onto each other and um, that we are reflections of each other. So, really, research and education is is step one. Um, Step two, action step two, I would just say, you know, you're gonna have experiences that arise. When you don't heal something, it comes back around. Sure enough, guaranteed, you can count on it. It's not if, it's when it comes back around. So there will be multiple opportunities for you to heal this. So when it comes into consciousness and you're aware that this projection is happening, stop, just pause and do some breathing Mm -hmm. because your power is in your ability to respond and not react, and just create that pause, and so and go, oh, wait a minute, this is this is it, this is what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. So, pause and respond.
1: And if I may interject, yeah, I mean, it's uh, have an understanding that you know to give yourself grace. You know, this mm-hmm. thing has come up for healing. Mm-hmm. You know, your is come into your awareness because it's time to 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 address it and 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 uh, take a look at it you know, and you may think that you've healed it up and you probably have at some level and mm-hmm. there may be another level to heal it up too. So.
0: Right. Cause you're the person you are today, you're beyond, you've already evolved to that other person. Right. So it's, it's time for the next level of yeah. healing. Yes, yeah. for sure. Cool. Yeah.
1: What else is, what else you got?
0: Just um, good stuff. well, I, this is, this is one of my favorite ones is, is be compassionate. You mm. know what I mean? Really be compassionate. So just think about this for a second. You and partner are in this heated conversation and it's like, you know, you're so this, this and this and this. And then, you know, you guys may have like a a keyword or something to like stop the conversation on a, on a dime or like, you know, really consider like a pattern interrupt. And when that happens and somebody yells out the keyword.
1: Is that bondage or when you're in the heat of a, you need a keyword to stop?
0: No, when you stop in your, in your...
1: Oh, sorry, in your My conversation. Mind was somewhere else there for a second.
0: Okay, <laughs> as I was saying, the um the the keyword that you are utilizing is your indication to stop and pause mm. for a moment. And so the in that situation, it's a very vulnerable situation. And to be compassionate with the conversation, be compassionate with the person that you are um, creating the pattern interrupt for, because the last thing, it will totally self-destruct the conversation is when you are, it's almost like you're rubbing the dog's face in the peepee, you know, and you're like rubbing the the person's face in it. It's like, it's, it's a really vulnerable space to be in. And what it allows you to do is create the opportunity for you to be a space holder to have, this moment of pause and um and and be able to continue the conversation or or pause like mm-hmm. literally pause the conversations. Go, I just need a minute. Let me compose my thoughts. That was a big one. I didn't realize that I was doing that. Like whatever happens after that is 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 very important. Yes, to be able to uh, have the maturity and pause. It's, yeah, stop and, the and, momentum. And be, right. Be compassionate. Be compassionate. Be compassionate. Say things like. What I'm hearing you say is, or to understand you more clearly, or I hear you, I can see how you're thinking that or feeling that, like just, you know, again, there's that grace piece.
1: Yeah. it's beautiful. And then the last thing I would think, I don't know if it's the last thing, but the next thing I think of is, uh, from our episode four, Nance, mm-hmm. we talked about intimacy. Yeah. Sex yeah. versus intimacy. Yeah, th- yeah. Yes. Thank you. Um, yeah. Into me, I see intimacy. Uh, so being more intimate with yourself when, you know, when you're, when you level up your game, uh, through how you view yourself and the world and others around you, uh, the mirror will change, you know? I mean, you write the story.
0: Co-creation, baby.
1: Co-creation. You write the story. So write your story, find ways to be joyous and find ways to, to love yourself. And the the mirror will be joyous and loving people that you surround yourself with. Mm Mm-hmm. So find more ready willing and ready willing and able clients uh and uh they're you know they they're, they're going to show up because you are uh and being more harmonious with your partner uh will all be a reflection of your beingness. Awesome. Yes. That's what I got. That's what I got. Cool. So Thank you for hanging out with me tonight.
0: Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I appreciate you and your your vulnerability and how transparent you were and your sharing.
1: Mm, thank you.
0: I'm sure that helped a couple people.
1: I appreciate you smiling at me across the microphone when I'm telling my stories. Mm-hmm. It uh, feels supportive and loving and I appreciate it. And mm-hmm. I know that's a reflection of me. <laughs> All right. You are welcome. Bye for now. Awesome. Sending love out all you all. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you. Bye. Bye. Wow. What a show. Thank you so much for listening. If you're inspired, we ask that you share the podcast with one person and subscribe and follow our show. I'm Nancy Jameson.
1: And I'm Bill Jameson.
0: And remember... It's a great life. Woo! <laughs> Quick note about the Sex, Money, and Real Estate podcast. We are not doctors or licensed therapists. We are a joyous, abundant, and mature couple passionately sharing our story of growth around sex, money, and real estate. Our thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are our own, so please consult your doctor, healthcare provider, or your broker regarding any questions or issues you have related to your physical or mental health or specific state laws regarding your real estate business.